This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. He loops out the left field, going to be a tough play. Jeter on the run, makes the play. Oh, flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. There it goes. Deep to left, really deep. Damn. Oh, my goodness. What a shot by Eric Jones. Oh, play back on field. You gotta be kidding me. home run to the back end of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. No, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees win. Yankees win. You know, it gets to a point where, um, you know, personally, being that I've watched this team play baseball for years now religiously you know every day I will watch them um I'll watch all three plus hours of every game you know I've been doing this you know at this rate for I'd say the past five or six years um maybe more and so you see the same pattern especially over the last three or four years happening with this Yankees team um and you can't help but to Expect these kind of things. And so that's that's why I, I'm not really going to be the normal, you know, ranting, angry kid in this one. Alright? Um, this, this is something I expected. I totally expected it. Um, you know, it, does it suck? Of course it sucks. Losing sucks. <laughs> um, but... This Yankees team is just not made to win. They're just, they're not built for it. Um, and I mean that, you know, in every way, you know, mentally, um, the way their roster is constructed, they're just not made of it. They don't have the balls. They don't have that alpha mentality. They don't have that resiliency. They're made to be good but they're not made to be great. And, and, you know, it's, it's again, it's not something that I can get real disappointed about right now. Because I see this shit year after year and it's the same exact patterns. It's the same exact reasons to why we're going home early. Can't get good enough pitching. We can't do enough hitting. And lackluster leadership. Lackluster leadership. Not talking about players either. Not talking about players. Although, yes. But no. Um, you know, I have a you know, I have some notes written down for this episode one sixty three, but I honestly don't know if I'm gonna follow them tonight. 
there's so much going on in my mind and maybe I should have probably waited a day to record this podcast and not 20 minutes after the final out of game five of the ALDS. But I, I, uh, I just want to put this Yankees team behind me, I guess. I guess that's why I'm doing it. You know, I just want this to be, to be behind me. I'm tired. I'm really exhausted mentally. I'm just exhausted from it, you know? And the, the weird part about it, you know, even with all that, you know, even, even with all that I expect for this team not to go far, you still put yourself in these false hope scenarios. You know, for instance, when I was watching tonight's game, I still got frustrated when they did bad. And I still got up and jumped up and down when they did good things. Like the Judge Homer was the only good thing. You know, they escaped a couple of jams on the pitching end and I got excited. But deep down, deep fucking down, I always know this team's probably not going to last. Probably not going to last. They're just not built for it, man. They don't have what it takes. Sorry. The 2020, the, the the new era Yankees don't have what it takes to win. Not a big fan of Aaron Boone. You guys all know that. Brian Cashman? You know, I've tried to defend the guy so much. But honestly, he wanted his analytics puppet. He got it. Cashman's, you know, front office geeks that make these stupid analytical decisions that have costed the Yankees big over the years. And again, this year. That that right there is what's killing this fucking team. Game two, the analytics nerds strike again. Aaron Boone's cute little gimmicky sneak attack with, you know, Garcia going just one inning to start the frame, the game. Jay Happ coming in afterwards, lasagna going after. That shit failed miserably. And that right there is what the Yankees, that's what's holding back the Yankees. Shit like that. A-Rod made a really good point on the uh, post-game talk show after um, the Game 3 loss, saying the Yankees are trying to play Jeopardy when they should just play baseball. Paraphrasing, but he said the Yankees are playing Jeopardy, not baseball. Something along those lines. And that's exactly right. That's what the Yankees are doing. They're not playing their game. What's that, that, that hockey dude? Herb Brooks, play your game. They're not doing that. The Yankees in recent years, or I'm sorry, Yankee recent Yankee champions, 09, all the way back to the early 2000s, all the way back to the late 90s dynasty. Those teams, those were the alpha Yankees. Those were the Yankees playing like the Yankees, the evil empire. Not trying to follow trend, not trying to get cute, and be, you know, be different. Go with the new new era. No. They played old-fashioned baseball. They made contact. They hit home runs. They starting pitched. And they had a good bullpen that they didn't 110% rely on. Because a bullpen back then, when the Yankees were great, is what a bullpen should be. Guys you don't use unless you absolutely need to. Not guys that you use the first second you see trouble. I just don't think this Yankees team is going to win a championship. I don't know what they're going to do from here. 
I could sit here and tell you I want Cashman gone. I could sit here and tell you I want Aaron Boone gone. God, Lord, I, I that's something I would love. But honestly, honestly, do any of us think that's a possibility? Cashman is way too stubborn to admit mistake. He's not firing Boone. And I just can't see any scenario where Brian Cashman is gone. But he, he don't get me wrong, he's at fault for a lot of this. He built a roster that is lost continuously since 09. And even during this new era, you know, rebuilding session that, that started up in 2017, the Yankees are not 0 for 4 with it. They're 0 for 4. In 2017, you know, when we lost to the Astros, the narrative was, okay, well, you know, it was it was a year where we played above expectation. 2018 has got to be our year. 2018 happened. We failed again. Okay, we're still young. We're only getting better every year. 2019 comes and the Yankees fucking lose. Yes, the Astros cheated. Okay, so you come back out in 2020 with with that excuse now out the window. Everything's fair game. Yes, a COVID season, but whatever. And the Yankees, here they are again, losing. We've got to stop finding excuses now. That's got to be it. We cannot have another one. Because that seems to be what it is every year. Something. The injuries. Always thrown in there as an excuse. That we can't. And you know what we also can't do? We can't say, oh, you know what? When 2021 comes, we'll have Luis Severino, Garrett Cole, Domingo Herman, possibly one, two, three, James Paxson or Tanaka will be back. We can't do that. We can't play that game. We just can't do shit like that. At some point, if you're a true Yankees fan and you watch this team every night and you have for the past several years, you have to start admitting to yourself. Maybe they just don't have what it takes. Maybe there needs to be a big change here. But what? Do we really see something happening? To me, I feel like it's just this one giant cycle. It's rinse and repeat every year. Because the Yankees are too stubborn to admit they're doing it wrong. Rob Carbone coming at you with episode 163 of BD4. Let's head to break and I guess we'll start recapping the series. All right, fellas. So really quick, I just want to remind you that if you haven't subscribed to my podcast on the many different platforms that I'm on, you can do so right now. And all you got to do to do that is go to my website. Just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Once again, in order to subscribe to the podcast and listen to the podcast or watch it on the many platforms we have, go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. All right, so we sweep the Indians two out of three, which, you know, looking back at that now, did not, it doesn't feel like a postseason series. At the time, maybe, but now... <laughs> just felt like it's just thinking back it just feels like a regular season series then we get to the race series here game one the yanks take a nice commanding 1-0 lead with a 9-3 victory they get to snell snell goes five innings but he lets up four runs gives up six hits two walks so eight base runners in just five innings yanks get to snell got to the bullpen too stanton with the big grand slam 
In the ninth inning versus John Curtis, he broke that shit open. Eventually became 9-3 to three in the ninth. <laughs> so the bats were good overall. The Yankees had 15 hits and 39 at-bats. A 386 average. They struck out just six times, which equated to a 13% K rate. Well better than average. And then hit four home runs. Bats were fantastic in game one. Um, You know, it, it just... On the other side, Garrett Cole getting his first ALDS start for the Yankee, uh, for the Yankees. Uh, you know, after a couple of home runs to start the game, he, he kind of turned it on, right? I would like to think that intentional walk to G-Man Choi kind of fueled his ego, right? He didn't like intentionally walking him, but sometimes you have to bite your pride. And the next inning or two, he goes out there and just goes balls out. Throws nothing but heaters, and he gets it done. Finishes the game with, you know, six innings. Emptied his tank towards the end there. And gets the bare minimum of a quality start. And gets the W. You know, because Green, Britain, and I think it was Sessa in the ninth. Um, they closed it out. 7-8-9 in that order. So, it was a good game one victory. Yes. Um, game two comes along, though, and it's not necessarily the same. <laughs> um, you know, the Yankees take that loss. They have five runs versus the Rays seven. Take the seven to five loss. And that's, again, what we kind of touched on in the opener. Um, where, where Boone's cute little gimmicky, you know, surprise plan, you know, didn't really work at all. It didn't. It failed. Garcia goes one inning, then you go with Hap, and then Lasagna after that, you know. <laughs> there they are, not being the Yankees, but they're trying to be the Rays while they're playing them. You know, then that, that's where that fucking lefty shit annoys me. You really think Cash, Kevin Cash, is afraid of Hap because his lefties are facing a lefty? I mean, come on. It's fucking Jay Hap. This isn't Randy Johnson you're throwing out there. This isn't fucking CeCe fucking Bathia. This is fucking Jay Hap. You know, a 38 year old man who's been, you know, a veteran journeyman, a journeyman his entire career, who's been average to above average. Even when at his best. You're not surprising anybody here. <laughs> Why is Hap and Lasagna? Why are those two getting more leash than Davey Garcia? Should have started the fucking guy. You should have just started him. I mean, you end up burning two starting pitchers in one game. A loss at bat. You know, had, goal, had Cole not pitched fucking well tonight, that would have hurt them. And honestly, maybe that Chapman home run doesn't happen. If the Yankees don't burn their two starting pitchers in game two, you know, maybe he's not even in the game in the fucking seventh or what was it, the eighth inning. The only positives from game two was Stanton continued to mash and he actually had a really good postseason, two home runs that game and Holder and Nelson combined for two perfect innings with three strikeouts, you know, when the game was kind of out of hand towards the end. You know, but the Yankee bats, they also got to glass now. But, you know, that starting, uh, I'm sorry, that bullpen came in and, and they just fell asleep. Gary, Judge, LeMahieu even, all came up empty. Those three specifically versus the bullpen. Then Castillo comes in in the seventh inning. Puts two guys on with no outs. The Yanks are down seven to four. Big spot. Anderson comes in. Nick Anderson, one of the better relievers in baseball. 
gets Gary, DJ, and Judge all to strike out in a row. No competition. Those three come up again. Ninth inning. Another big spot. Still down 9-4. to four. Fairbanks in the game. We saw him again tonight. He's got first and second with no outs. Frazier and Sanchez K. DJ does get an RBI single, but then Judge comes up and ends the game with a weak 5-3 ground out. Trying to pull an outside fucking pitch. And the bats, again, this is what happens when you can't put together good at-bats and good hits. When you can't string together hits, you lose. It's not just about home runs. The Yankees were 5 for 32, hitting 156, with 18 fucking strikeouts for a 47% K rate in Game 2. They lost because they couldn't string together hits. Phone keeps vibrating because I'm, I'm fucking getting people hitting me up about the Yankees right now. Lord knows I hate talking about the Yankees after a loss. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll recap games three, four, and five as soon as we get back from break. On a few different social media platforms today. If you want to follow my Instagram account, follow at Rob J Carbone. If you want to follow my Facebook or Twitter account, follow at NY Sports Talk RC. So game three, you've got Yankee Nightmare, Charlie Morton on the mound. He took the mound and he was fucking fantastic. Yanks ended up losing this one four to eight. Four runs to eight, by the way. But Morton takes the mound and he's working quickly. He's pounding the zone with that two-seam fastball he has. And he's getting ground ball outs, strikeouts. Just, you know, doing what he always does versus the Yankees. Five innings pitched. Two runs. One earned. And, you know, does the job. And the Yanks game plan wasn't working. You know, early on, their their plan was to jump first pitch, and and that did not work. You know, it ended up with the Yankees just putting together poor at bats, you know, non competitive at bats, and, and not getting the job done. And that's always the it's always the same pattern against Morton. They always you know just fall behind on Morton, and he works quick, too quick for them. Nobody steps out; they just let him do it. I don't know. Uh, and the bats that game overall they were terrible. Seven for thirty five. That's two hundred batting average. Um, we've got nine strikeouts for a 24% K rate, still poor, and then just one home run. So again, not stringing together hits, not hitting at a high clip, and not even hitting the dinger. On the flip side, it's Masahiro's turn. Masahiro, I gave him the excuse in Cleveland. We all did, for the rain. But he, he shits his bed in his final Yankee start, because he's not coming back next year. Let's be honest. He shits the bed. He's hanging sliders left and right again. Both times through the order. No adjustments made. The racer just jumping on him. Two home runs allowed. One to Kiermaier and the other to TBS's favorite guy, a Rosarina. TBS just fucking loves saying his name. We played a drinking game out in the man cave where, you know, every time they said his name, we drink. I didn't. I didn't, but, you know, because my deal is I, I won't drink my first, um, sip of alcohol until the Yankees win World Series, ironically enough. And it looks like I won't be drinking any time in my life. 
but two home runs to both of them. And, and, and by the way, TBS is horrible. Um, Chad Green comes in later, makes a bad mistake, throwing an 0-2 fastball to Perez in the sixth inning. He knocks a two-run shot, and that pretty much puts the game away. You know, Rays were up five to two before the pitch. Chad throws the 0-2 fastball, and it's seven to two. Eventually, it's eight to two. Um, once Sessa gives up an inherited run with a double. Um, you know, why Green didn't throw the curve there, or any kind of breaking pitch, you know, some kind of waste pitch, I don't know. But that's where he conflicts me. You know, sometimes I love that he attacks hitters and uses that fastball, but I feel like it's a little too much at times. Sometimes you got to change it up, find that balance. And then the Yankees burned Frazier. You know, he had a potential pinch hit situation, but they, you know, double pinch, I guess, and they're bringing Ford to pinch hit, which made no sense. And that's another stupid analytical decision from the FO upstairs, where fucking the Yankees just go with their nerds, telling them go with handedness over talent. You know, just for that lefty on righty matchup. And that's that's game three. The Yankees lose that one. Eight to four. Um, game four. Last night. Last night. The Yankees get that win to kind of uh, cock-tease everybody. A five-to-one victory. Montgomery, very strong, surprisingly. Goes four innings. Allows just one run. You know, maybe he should have won one more inning. I was hoping he would have won at least one more. But hey. He pitched fine. He struggled against righties. But he got the lefties out. You know. He did walk three and allowed six base runners overall, but he got the outs. Um, Chad Green came in. He was nasty. He was terrific. Zach Britton afterwards, wonderful. Love Britton. Makes me comfortable when he's on. Got the ground ball outs that he does. Um, And then Chapman got the final four outs of the game. An interesting decision, but look again tonight. It seems Boone was relying on him heavily. Um... Offensively, yeah, Voight got that spark plug solo shot. He nuked one out um, in the second inning for the one to nothing lead. And then later in the inning, DJ with the bases loaded sack fly makes it 2 nothing. Rays probably left their opener, Ryan Thompson, in a little too long. But not complaining there, right? 2 nothing Yankees. Then Torres opened up the game with a big two-run blast later in the sixth versus Yarborough. And that was, you know, the big damage of the game. That's why the Yankees won that. Torres kind of breaking it open a tinch. Uh, that made it fucking 4-1. to one. Higgy had another good day at the plate. You know, and also amazing behind it. Blocking a bunch of tough pitches that Montgomery just threw in the dirt. Um, and he's been good all postseason. He was good. He was good tonight, too. Um, but the bats were just absolutely... Great again. When the Yankees win these games, it's the same same story. Hitting at a high volume, and here they did hit 324, 11 hits, and not striking out, just 13%, five strikeouts, and, and hitting some home runs, two more homers. They had that formula. And again, getting good pitching on the other side. So, you know, fucking, they take game three, and they give you that false hope. And then we get to tonight, we get to game five. Um, where the Yankees, uh, well, they just couldn't do it. Tyler Glass now opens up the game with a couple of innings. Doesn't allow a hit. A couple of walks. Garrett Cole gets out of a tough bases loaded jam in the first inning. Very wild and erratic, but he gets out of it. And he really pitches good. Goes five and a third. 
Just one hit, which was a solo shot. I forget who, but... And really, that was, you know, the Yankees and Rays all game. Just a tight-knit matchup. Aaron Judge ended up getting the best of... It's all a blur to me now, but somebody... Um, was it Nick? Yeah, it was Nick Anderson gets a solo shot where he missed. Aaron Judge did not get all of it, but it still went out because, you know, he's a big dude. One nothing Yankees. Aaron Judge finally provides another big hit, but he had a terrible postseason. Can't change my mind there. Um, one nothing Yankees for a while, you know, and you know after Cole's night's over, after five and a third, they go with Britain. Britain does the job. They then go with Chapman in the seventh, trying to get seven outs with him. Gets out of the seventh, pitches in the eighth, and, you know, and reminds you the Yankees are away this game. And so the bottom of the eighth comes, and Chapman gives up that fucking home run to Brousseau again, following that same storyline from at the end of the regular season. You know, Brousseau, that's got to feel good. You know, and I'm sure the cocky Rays were were just so happy for him. And I'm sure he was letting Chapman know. I didn't even see. You know, he lets out the home run. I immediately look down, and I don't look up for the remainder of the game, honestly. I didn't. I was just too deflated. Um, But again, I expected it. And so that's your Yankees season. Yankees go down 1, 2, 3 in the ninth against Castillo. Because, of course they do. That's it. The Rays go on to advance and they play the Astros. They do. Not the Yankees. So for the fourth year out of four in this new, um, you know, revamped era where we're supposed to have this dynasty, the Yankees fail again. They can't get it done. The offense... You know, that lineup, way too boomer bust. You know, it gets into these slumps where they not they aren't able to hit elite pitching. And then on the other end, man, that fucking pitching staff, and I'm not just talking about the rotation, but both the rotation and the bullpen, is a giant fucking mess. After Garrett Cole, who can you rely on? I mean, did you really, even if the Yankees found a way to to scratch this one out and pick up the victory. Don't even know if that's the right term. Um, Did you really see them going all the way with this rotation? I mean, after Cole, you had to pray that the offense could put up a seven spot. You really did. And that's not how you win championships. Pitching wins championships. Why do you think the Rays and the Astros are, are taking off? The Rays now. You don't have anybody. And even Tanaka. Tanaka, I love you. You were very clutch for eight starts. Eight playoff starts heading into 2020. But you shit the bed. And you left a really bad taste in my mouth. You can't rely on him right now. You couldn't. He didn't look good. You can't. Jay Happ. The fuck are you going to look at him for? Guy's 38 years old. Average at best. He's been terrible in both postseason starts. As a Yankee, he comes in and gets, you know, the chance in game two and he shits the bed again. He's terrible. He's fucking terrible. 
You need legitimate guys that are going to scare opposing lineups. And Garrett Cole is the only fucking one who does. They are so far from having a World Series caliber rotation. It's fucking mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. The offense, man. When you have a Judge, Stanton, and Sanchez in one lineup, it's not going to work because there's going to be at least one of them, maybe two, who aren't going to be on, and that's going to impact everybody else. In this series, I understand he had a home run tonight. Big one. But this series, it was Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez. Not on. Stanton was unfucking believable And I'll be the first one to admit it. You know, I did not think this guy would have the postseason that he did. But the other two? And I'm mentioning these three guys in one sentence because these are the three sluggers of the team, right? The primary sluggers that everybody talks about and hypes up and have been since 2017 or since we got Stanton. But it's when you have so many guys like that who hit so many home runs but also strike out on a high clip, that shit never works. And there's Aaron Judge. What do you have? Four four hits in just under 30 at-bats this playoffs? Bad. And he struck out a lot. I can guarantee you he struck out at least 30% of the time again. Gary Sanchez, his numbers were even worse where he didn't even play in some of these games because he's been so bad on both ends. So when you have a bunch of sluggers like this, it just doesn't work. You need more guys like LeMayhew, like Urshela, who can play two-way, who make contact, who hit the homers naturally when it comes to them, and who just play good baseball. And I just don't think the Yankees have that fundamental team. Defensively, they're a mess. Torres is just a complete liability out there. We saw it again tonight. We saw it a couple times this playoff. They just don't have the team. They don't have the pitching staff. The bullpen is not nearly as deep as it used to be. It's very average after you get to Britain. And, and you know, the lineup just doesn't cut it. So all around, you got some really glaring issues. And then you got to credit the Rays. The Rays are a good team. But that lineup, I, I just feel like the Yankees pitched very scared this series. They were very scared to throw strikes. A lot of fucking nibbling. A lot of nibbling. And maybe that's just what new era baseball is, but a lot of nibbling. Not many guys went right at them, other than Chad Green, who might have done a little too much. But a lot of nibbling, a lot of walks, a lot of deep counts. And that lineup the Rays have is, sure, they're resilient, but I felt like the Yankees should have attacked them way more, like Garrett Cole did. Tanaka didn't do that. Hapshire shit didn't do it. Montgomery did it, I guess, but he he was still nibbling a lot. You know, he he pitched well, but he was still nibbling. Nobody, and even the bullpen again, nobody really fucking attacked them consistently. That lineup isn't that great. The Yankees should have won at them more. It's that bullpen. It's that starting rotation that's going to get them to the top. But that lineup, the Yankees should have attacked them more. They should have won at that raised lineup. But game two, man, that's going to be the game everybody talks about now. That's going to be the game. That's it. Let's head to break and uh, we'll be right back. So really quick, I just want to remind you that if you haven't subscribed to my podcast on the many different platforms that I'm on, 
you can do so right now. And all you got to do to do that is go to my website. Just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Once again, in order to subscribe to the podcast and listen to the podcast or watch it on the many platforms we have, go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. I don't even know if I have anything else to say. Again, I didn't read off the notes um, other than recapping those couple of games. I didn't really write anything else down. I, I just went right to the podcast tonight. I didn't take time to um, take any additional notes, which is what I usually do. I'm probably missing some shit that I really wanted to talk about. Some important shit. So what I might do is have, um, I might, you know, if I, you know, if after, once I publish this podcast, if I feel like I didn't mention as many things as I should have, then maybe I'll do another episode, you know, an end of the season wrap up. But I'm pretty sure I covered a good amount tonight. I mean, again, it's just this Yankees team doesn't have what it takes. And I say it. I've been saying it. You've all called me negative. But just take a step back and realize I do it for a reason. I do it because I know this team so much better than a lot of you guys. And I'm not trying to be cocky. I really aren't. I'm not. I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying it's something that I don't think anybody but me... It feels like, at least, knows this team just doesn't have what it takes. They're not that World Series Yankees team that they really need to be. What are we moving on to the Knicks now? (laughs) I guess so. Gotta take a few days, maybe a week, maybe more. We'll be back with some Knicks. Oh, man. Yeah. What are they going to do, man? Trust me, I'd wish that we'd get you know a GM like Cashman to do what he really needs to do. I wish we would get a manager with balls, not some analytics puppet who was scared to make moves of his own. I wish. I really do. But that's not happening. You all know that. The Yankees are way too stubborn to admit defeat on their on their decisions. You know? It's just not going to happen. And so we're going to go through the same process next year. Rinse, repeat. You know, they'll have a regular season where they get to the playoffs. Um, and they'll get to the playoffs. And you guys will hype them up and say, this is the year. This is our year. And they'll go through the same shit, and 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 but by the end, by the end, same exact shit will happen. They'll exit the playoffs because they go down swinging, because they can't pitch good enough, and because they've got a manager who just simply doesn't have that alpha personality. The Yankees aren't cut out to win. Stop making excuses. I know a lot of the fucking younger generation of Yankees fans will make excuses. They will. And they'll get really mad when you tell them that. But it's true. It's true. 
This team doesn't have what it takes. They're not the Yankees that they should be. And it's not happening next year either, I can tell you that. Because I don't see these major changes happening. I don't see some overhaul. Because people are going to call you crazy because the hype right now says that the Yankees are built to win. They're just not getting lucky? Is that it? Let's head to break one last time. And when we get back, um, I guess we'll wrap it up with the NYY. NYK question of the day. I don't know. I'm on a few different social media platforms today. If you want to follow my Instagram account, follow at Rob J. Carbone. If you want to follow my Facebook or Twitter account, follow at NY Sports Talk RC. Um, I know the NBA Finals is actually still going. Um, still going. Uh, game five was tonight. I know the Lakers were losing late, so I have to check out to see if that game's over. But hopefully it uh, goes a little more, because I would like to watch that over the next couple of days. Oh, life is going to fucking suck without watching baseball. The Yankee baseball. Let's get to the QOD. All right, so um, last time out in episode 162, I asked you guys uh, what team did Hideki Matsui last play for before he retired? Which MLB team? And the answer to that question, ironically enough, is the Tampa Bay Rays. What's the last major league team he played for? Um, Yeah, Uh, tonight's episode, episode 163 of the podcast, I am asking you, um, which Yankee made the last out of of the 2017 postseason? Okay. Which Yankee made the last out of the 2017 postseason? Who was it this year? Gio? Yeah. Hmm. Gio didn't have a great series. Even LeMayu kind of cooled off towards in a couple of games. But, you know, it was... Giancarlo Stanton carrying us. It was Torres who was hot at the plate. And um, nobody else was really in rhythm. You know, Foyt had the home run in game four, but he wasn't really hot. A lot of guys were quiet towards the end there. (laughs) Can't say I didn't tell you, right? I just wish the Yankees would play old school baseball again. This new school shit. You fucking morons love it. You love it. I'll never understand why. <laughs> Alright guys. Um, yeah, I think that's it for the Yankees, man. I think that's it. If I find that I need to do another episode to... You know, say more than I did. Then maybe I will. In the next, com- uh, in, in the next couple of days. But... It doesn't look like I missed anything. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I hope I didn't miss anything big. That's it. Guys, thank you for following along this whole year. I really do appreciate the support. Um, I know I don't get many listeners, watchers, viewers, anything, but I I do it because I love it. Um, Also, I get a penny per minute or 
per listen. <laughs> but no, I, I do it because it's a hobby. I love baseball. Of course, I love the Yankees. I just don't, you know, have the uh, popular opinion, right? That they're this powerhouse. Everybody wants them to be. But hey, you know, they are 0 for 4 during this process, and I'm and I'm 4 for 4. <laughs> so, who's right in the end? Guys, thanks so much, and um, yeah, we're going to be slowly transitioning to the New York Knicks. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> Over the next couple of weeks, so... It's going to be something different. Again, we always transition once the season ends. Um, and, you know, here we go again. Uh, guys, thank you so much for following along. I'm your host, Rob Carbone, with episode 163 of the podcast of BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Um, guys, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I don't know what you've been doing all year, but do so now. Go to my website nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect and uh, subscribe there. You know, follow the podcast on the many platforms that we are on now. And um, again, again, I thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys want other Yankee podcasts to listen to, I know another great one that you should definitely check out is um, Yankee Crazy Podcast. Uh, my buddy Greg, who's a huge Yankee fan. Um, he's been, I've been on his show a couple times and he's just, he does a remarkable job. He's really fucking good at what he does and he deserves all the listeners in the world. Greg is, um, a friend of the show and, you know, we've been texting during these games and, and talking about this team and, um, you know, so that makes it easier to cope with, you know, we've got Yankees fans unite over shitting on their team when they're playing bad, but you know, that's it no reason to drag this down any longer guys thank you so much i'm your host rob carbone signing out and um yeah i'll I'll see you i guess when we're talking about the knicks all right ciao this podcast is sponsored by anchor 